I'm trying to close the show up. <laughs> All right. If this goes on too long, James ain't getting laid. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Three Sheets of the Mouse. My name is Bill McKim. I'm repairing the control center. And in just a couple of minutes, you're going to be out there listening to an adult-themed Disney podcast with content and language that may not be suitable for younger passengers. We're ready. Oh, great. Well, Sherry says we're ready, so we'll see you out there on the podcast. Good luck. That little pig. I know it's unsorted, but you'll be rewarded when at last I am given my dues. And injustice deliciously squared. <laughs> Five average guys with a love for. Wait, I'm not a guy, and I don't have a dick. Wait, my husband's a dick. Hey, Three Sheets Nation, <laughs> it's Mikey. We got a special episode for you this uh, this evening. Um, we are not five average guys. We are actually uh, four magnificent fellows and a pair of wonderful women. There are six of us this evening for Three Sheets to the Mouse and. Um, tonight, uh, we're going to do things, uh, pretty much the same way as normal, but with a bit more estrogen. So, um, a bit more. I'm not going to say it's been lacking otherwise, because let's be honest, we, we do sometimes cry. <laughs> and, so, and PMS. Oh, yeah. Pour, pour yourself a, a, a rosé, sit back, <laughs> and enjoy us, uh, while we, uh, get this thing going. Adam, do you want to kick it off? Do you want me to run it around? Well, run it around and then I'll pick it up from there. I'm, shit, I will. I will run it around. Uh, let's see here. Let's let's go, Tim, um, because this is always riveting to the the lead, the listeners here the past couple weeks. Uh, what are you drinking tonight, Tim? Oh, you already know Tim? what I'm drinking. I'm just drinking plain old water. I this will be the last now. last episode the last of this show of <laughs> sober Tim. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, downloads have been down since we started sober February. Oh, I know. <laughs> I lost a few Adam. friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> almost thought we gained one. Um, Adam, what are what are you drinking? It's probably about the same. Yeah, tea. So I'm tea? drinking is it, dirty water, is it, pretty much. <laughs> is it sweet tea? No, it's some sort of green tea thing. I can't have that much caffeine before I go to like desolate at night. I'll never sleep. Gotcha. Well, we don't. We don't have. Uh, Texas doesn't believe in sweet tea. That's that's heresy. So that's what I've learned down here. That is uh, just how do you consider yourself? I told my mother-in-law when they tried to give me sweet tea, and then I ordered a root beer, and they brought me a bottle of IBC, which was fine. But then they brought me another one today, or I, I wanted a refill, and she's like, "Well, I got to charge you for, for another bottle of it." And I was like, "Well, I didn't know it came in a bottle." <laughs> I said, I'm hating Texas more and more. Every- Why the hell did we fight the Mexicans over this godforsaken plot of dirt? <laughs> Can't take him anywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, that voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, that voice would have been um, special guest numero uno, Jennifer Goodman, or some of you may know her as Renefej Namdug. Nice. Wow, that was fancy. 
That was that was pretty quick too. Yes, right off the top after what I've had to drink tonight. That's awesome. Uh, He's been he's been saving that one in his pocket for a while. (laughs) (laughs) He's been practicing in the mirror. We all know the truth. Yeah, that's normally when I got my hand in my pocket digging deep. I'm in the mirror looking for a mirror. Jennifer, what are you drinking this evening? Angels Envy. Mm, That's one of my favorites. Straight up or mixed? Very nice. Um, it's mixed with uh, some whiskey rocks. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> okay. Okay. Straight up with, a, with with one gnarly set of stones, I'm guessing. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pass it on to numero, numero guest El Doso. Wow. Uh, he could that, say that Jennifer heard... backwards, but that was supposed to be Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was all Spanish. If you were to isolate those uh, phonemes, uh, your your beautiful opening intro here was delivered by none other than Stephanie, my, my blushing uh, rosé of a wife. What are you drinking there, honey? I have, I think, a whole bunch of mixture of vodka with a little bit of Sprite. What would you call that? What was it, like peach vodka? Yeah, it's uh, one part peach vodka, one part lemon vodka, a half part of vanilla vodka... Uh, splash of grenadine to make it pink because girls and um, probably about four ounces of Sprite. Well, that's what I'm drinking from the bartender downstairs. Pretty good. So, uh, I stalled just long enough for James to get his headphones on. C-Madge Namdug can uh, tell us what, what he's drinking tonight. Because What's going they're, they're, on, gentlemen let's, and ladies? Let's, we, we apologize. Um, the Namdugs are paying past the muffs this evening. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> They've only got one set of headphones. That's a different kind of show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But is it really, Tim? <laughs> yeah, oh, really. Oh, my goodness. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> show. That's good. That's good. So what am I drinking? I'm drinking uh, some Publix brand Cabernet Sauvignon. It's private. What was it? Select or something. Limited. Limited 2014. But it was a good price. So. There you go. And in a nice fancy glass, got my new tumbler. Is that is that is that a uh, a brand new tumbler there? That's that not even a available brand new yet. stainless steel. W- would you call that a proto prototype? It is it's stainless steel. Strainless? It <laughs> is. It's strainless. It's strainless, man. He's not even uh, flexing when he raises that up to take a drink out of it. This is... Ain't like a gallon of milk. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer's laughing. She don't even know. <laughs> She's got half the muffs she started with. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that took exactly six minutes for this bus to drive off the cliff. Oh, my goodness. Well, hey, you know what? Here's what I'm drinking. Speaking of Cabernet Sauvignon, I'm having the uh, Robert Mondavi um, bourbon finish Cabernet Sauvignon from the uh, the Heb, the H-E-B, which is the Texas thing, I think. Yeah, I have no idea what that stands for. I don't either. Uh, I mean, it's the (laughs) initial, it's H-E-B. It probably stands for Homeland Earth Boobs. Boobs. Definitely boobs. Well, it's a grocery store. Yeah, it's a grocery store. I'm sorry, it's a grocery store. So maybe not so much the earth. They had like the samples there. And so my mom and I sampled it and I was like, okay, whatever. 
and then she that. woke up the next day and all of a sudden she's like no <laughs> this is not my flavor of wine it does not taste like fruit and unicorns I've never what does unicorn taste like because now I have to ask this question <laughs> <laughs> tastes like magic what does magic taste like? Magic and fruity pebbles. It tastes like magic. That, that's I, I, about I believe right, yeah. that's that's. I'll go with that. That's it, man. So now everybody knows that most of us are getting pretty well schnockered. Uh, maybe Shut next up. week we'll have oh, next we'll have week there will be drunks. <laughs> next, there will next week be drunks. Be episode thirty-five all over again. Pretty much. Next week I'll show up old Mikey. <laughs> You're gonna show us your naked chalupa. I might. <laughs> I'll, I'll put a bucket right here next to my desk. Just for you. <laughs> that is that is planning. That is a sober guy planning right there. Okay, um, I'm gonna actually probably turn this over to Adam now because we've got all the fun stuff out of the way, so he can kind of go over what tonight's not so f- oh i'm sorry adam thank gonna you keep it fun as thank well. you i'm sorry I'm so sorry. much for that god lovely ray of confidence you just gave me <laughs> <laughs> well okay let's let's be honest when it comes down to our main topic and, and and drinking some fancy wine out of a rib crib keep it saucy cup um i'm probably not going to be involved in what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> you might you might have questions cuz Actually, we're talking about part of the conversation is going to be about our, our meetup in November. and But the main topic for this show is actually going to be about the Run Disney events. So I'm just going to go around and I'm just going to ask a simple question because we all have either signed up or are going to sign up for an event. So, Jen, I'm going to start with you because you've done the most races. So why Run Disney? Um, because... You could just be a normal person. You don't have to be an athlete. And you can run these races and get the medals and enjoy the fun. And it's it's just great. Awesome. That's that's what James was saying when when we signed up. We kept looking at all these people and they're walking around with all these medals clanging. And he's like, "Well, if they can do it, we can do it. Because they didn't look like what you think of as fit athletes. They were just normal people having a great time. Awesome. Tim, what about you? You get to run through the parks. I mean, what, what better excuse is that? Steph, you have anything? Uh, I have not run a Disney race. Now, I did the virtual race over the summer, the... The 5K, um, what is it, Pluto Challenge or something like that. But that's all at home, so really I don't. Well, from a non-running perspective then, like for somebody who hasn't done one, why did you want to get involved with Run Disney? Or why did you want to start running the Run Disney events? Well, when I first started running years ago, I mean, you see the pictures and how much fun that everybody has. I mean, and then going to Disney, we've only been to Disney twice and. And, I mean, everybody knows that it's a magical place, so why not put on some running shoes and do that, too? I mean, it's just, it's very inviting. And from everything I've heard, that it it's not, you know, something terrible and something hard that you have to go through. I mean, hell, I'm signing up for the November 
you know, wine and dine half. I'm going from running 5Ks and 110K that almost killed me to just going out there and doing a half. And You'll I feel like I done. can do it. You'll definitely get it done. There's no doubt in my mm-hmm. mind you're going to be able to do it. Because if I ran a 10K and I had no running experience prior to last year, and after the 10K I wanted to sign up for the half, anybody can you- run it. You well, were rocking those sweatbands, though, Adam. Mm-hmm. Like a boss. <laughs> the pictures are on there. <laughs> no one's talking about that. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, does everybody kind of know the price point that we're looking at for the half? Or any of the races? Because I have a little bit of a breakdown. These are last year's prices. Mm-hmm. So um, they haven't changed much, but each race I found out doing some research before has a totally different price structure, and I don't quite understand why. So this is just for the um, Wine and Dine last year, and we're looking at the half marathon at 199 The 10K was 120 The two-course challenge, which is the 10K and the half, and that's 340 They have a full feast 5K, which is the one that I stumbled over saying a few times already. That's at 80 the Run Disney's Kids One Mile Race is going to be 30 and all other kids' races are 20 It is a little bit more expensive than your average race. But, I mean, you don't get all the benefits of running in a Run Disney event. So some of those benefits include you have characters. Mm-hmm. You have fireworks at the start. Tim, why don't you um, tell us about... A little bit about your experience with the Run Disney event that we did, the 10K, the Star Wars 10K last year. Well, the the 10K, we did the uh, Dark Side 10K last year, last, was it April, the end of April? Mm-hmm. Middle of April? It was pretty cool. You um, get up at the ass crack of dawn to get on your bus, like 3.30 I think was our bus time, and you get to... Magic Kingdom parking lot, and they had a bunch of different character spots. Um, we didn't get to see all of them because the lines were just tremendous. So we picked the ones that we wanted to get. I think we got Phasma mm-hmm. and one other one, I thought. I don't remember what the other one was. And that's before the race started? Yes. Yeah, before the okay. race started. That's and then that gave us just enough time to do one last porta potty break and then go into a corral waiting in the corral is probably the most anxiety producing part of the race because you're like you're wanting to go we want to go and everybody's just amped up and having a good time and then you see wave after wave of, of well if you're in the back of the Quebec corrals like we were you see wave after wave of people going ahead of you and then finally it's your turn you get to the starting line, the fireworks go off, and the guy is screaming, whatever he's screaming in the microphone, and you're just off. You know, and, and you kind of want to get that quick start to get ahead of everybody that leaves with you, so that you can have like the buffer and get out of the traffic. But it's pretty cool. Um, you, we got to see parts of the parks that we would not have normally seen because we ran through uh, backstage areas. Hmm. Uh, we've got to Epcot and the sun was still not up yet so they had all the torches going no the sun was coming up well it was it was the torches were going it was really pretty 
and they were playing like the background music, like the ending music to Illuminations. It was pretty cool. It was definitely an experience that made me want to go and do it again. Even though I felt like I was going to die. <laughs> so the the race course wasn't primarily restricted to just um, roads. You actually went through the parks. Yes. We oh. went through backstage of Hollywood Studios and then part of inside Hollywood Studios. Ran through the boardwalk and that area that goes from Hollywood Studios to the boardwalk. And then Epcot. Ended up in Epcot's parking lot. Now, a majority of our 10K was done on the road, though. Yeah. And it was well, done I mean, on the road. I know road. you have to be on the road to get from one park to the other, obviously. But they do things all along the highway to keep it interesting. The mile markers are lit up, and at least with the Star Wars, each mile marker had a different character pretty much on the mile marker. Um, they had a DJ at some of the spots, blasting music. They were showing movie clips at some of the other spots with the lightsaber battles. It, it's an amazing experience because it does get you hyped up to continue. It's not a boring race by any stretch of the imagination. It keeps your adrenaline pumping. Most definitely. Yeah. yeah. And when we when we got to Hollywood Studios, um, the five hundred first Legion was there. Oh, they came okay. out and yeah, they came out and volunteered to cheer people on. And those those costumes are simply amazing. Yeah. I mean, those guys go all out, and they were better than Disney's costumes. Yeah, yeah. in was, a lot of the cases. Insane. And they were taking pictures with people. It was it was pretty cool. That's nice. That's cool. I, I wonder um, when, uh, what whatever the Star Wars land thing opens up, if that would change the race course for Dark Side to go I'm to sure the it would, Hollywood. I'm sure it'll change the five k. But for the first year, I don't picture it doing that. Just for the simple reason that they're not going to want it, to... It's going to be way too populated to have that part of the park open any later than it possibly can. To unless, clean up. They, that's the, unless they use that as the start, which I don't know if they can do that. No, because there's no place to put all the corrals. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people that run these races. It, it's not... Yeah. Like a little, like you think, oh, it's going to be a small event. No, you have a lot of people. I don't know what the counts are, but there's a massive amount of people running these races with you. All right. So we were just discussing, well, well, I'll just catch you up real quick. We just discussed Tim and I's pretty much run Disney. So, Jen, I'm going to pass it over to you. What what was your experience running the races that you've run, and which races have you run? We... We did it all backwards. We're sitting there one night, um, Saratoga Springs, looking over the water, over across to Disney Springs. And James says, we should run. I said, okay, I got my laptop. We're going to sign up right now. And um, we started reading. You could do this get extra medals if you do the castaway challenge so we did all backwards so we ended up signing up for a half but neither of us run so we were really taking a big gamble and then we found out family was doing uh wine and dine 
and we were and we said okay well we'll just cheer them on we'll, we'll, we'll go and cheer them on and that turned into oh we're gonna sign up for the half then too so before we knew it we were running all these races and we didn't even own running shoes <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i believe whatever shoes you wear when you're running jennifer <laughs> are running shoes that was i kid you not we got back home from that trip and like was it that day or the next day we were at the running store trying on shoes it is a bit of an addiction because that's how we started without a doubt I mean, just the medals alone that you get are pretty awesome. I think that's James's motivation, is all the bling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine too. Yeah. But so now you ran, what was your first race then? Because you said you ran the um, okay. wine and dine half. That was the first one. Okay. And then we had we did a 5K and the half and another 5K in January at the marathon weekend now that's the big one yeah and is that totally crazy yes and i stood in the wrong line at the expo in the rain with my daughter for like 15 minutes we get in the building and i'm like oh we're in the wrong line these are all the dopey people (laughs) (laughs) awesome and the dopey is the 5K, the 10K, the half, and the full, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that, yeah I don't think I'll ever be able to do that. No. Not in a million years. No. Was that a short line? No. There a were lot a lot, yes. A lot of dopies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did say... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, you did say you did the um, wine and dine already. So now there's an extra benefit for doing the wine and dine. Oh, yeah. And that is the after party in Epcot during food and wine. So this is for everybody who's runs the half. You get a free ticket to this event. Starts at, um, you can get into Epcot around 8 p.m. Party officially starts at 10 and ends about 1 in the morning. And there's also a non-runner ticket. It's about 79 bucks. At least that was the price last year. <laughs> the You get a few attractions that are going to be open. It looks like last year it was Soren, Test Track, Spaceship, Earth. And I don't understand this one, but maybe y'all can explain it to me. The Grand Fiesta Tour? What? <laughs> That's what... Hey. <laughs> Well, you need something slow to sit down and relax and relax your feet, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but you would think it would be frozen. We did not make it. I hate to admit this. We did not make it to the party. We were so tired. And my feet hurt, hurt, hurt. So my recommendation and my goal, of course, is to make it to the next party. But my recommendation is to take a nap. Yes, if you can. Like, for me, I wasn't able to sleep at all because my I was so hyped up after the race just doing it. And, like, I went all day and crashed almost the whole next day because I oh just couldn't gosh. sit still. It was just – I was – I slept on almost every attraction the next day when we went out. <laughs> no, we, we got up. We did the run. We actually were happy with – 
our time. We were impressed with ourselves. We go back to the resort. We took a shower. Had a Bloody Mary. That was a problem. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I really need to like foam roll and stretch because I had dragged all my crap with us. So we go back up to the room and I'm stretching and foam rolling on the floor and then two hours later I wake up and I'm drooling everywhere (laughs) (laughs) and and James is on the couch kind of half sleeping and we're like we supposed to be somewhere where we supposed to be (laughs) awesome yeah we just kept on going we went back to the room we took a shower and then just went to um, Hollywood Studios. And the, so, the one thing that we were told was that do not wear the shoes that you ran in after the race. Because? I, they didn't ever said why. It's something about your, your feet will start hurting. So we put on our regular sneakers after we got back from the run and my feet were killing me. So the next day, we put, I put on my running shoes to walk around the park, and my feet felt fine. Hmm. They were awesome, but I'm never doing that again. I'm going to put my running shoes back on. Just change your socks. Oh, yes. of course, yeah. Ugh. You don't want the jungle rot. <laughs> no, I, I have to wear um, Ufus. Ufus? Am I saying it right? They're a recovery sandal that... They sell in Disney Springs at one of their fancy running stores, but they have like all this cushion. But I, I might have to look into. They're those. awesome. Yeah. They're they're really good. But I have been wearing those for like six months now. I can't wear anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna ask. Like you guys are talking about, like after the race and recovery. What else? You, I've never run that far. I've never done anything that big. So what do you, what do you do when you recover? What should you do? Refuel. Yeah, I, I. What we did is I'm I'm very big into like sports creams, and I have my Young Living mm-hmm. sports cream. It can't remember the name of it for the life of me right now. It comes in a blue tube. Blue Azul. But yes, Blue Azul sports cream, and. I kind of slathered up my legs with that, and Tim wasn't exactly a believer with it until I gave him some. <laughs> but for me, it was never my feet. It was my thighs and my calves when I stood still for too long or I sat down for too long. It was not, My feet never really hurt, but my muscles were aching. But that was also because I wasn't training properly either. Mm. So that kind of goes hand in hand a little bit. I mean, yeah, we had never run six miles before that. So They hand out um, bananas at the end of every race. And the and the ladies or the volunteers handing out the bananas, they say, you need to eat this. Is that potassium? You need the potassium. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm eating the banana. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the potassium is supposed to help st- uh, alleviate the cramping. Oh, okay. So. Well, th- and I believe get- um, James likes to... Uh... Get a handful of his beans, right? Oh, the sports yes. beans. Oh, I have those. For, Do you really? For oh, visual. awesome. Okay. Ooh, yep, we've all seen James's beans now. 
They're very red. Extreme sports beans. Okay. I wasn't expecting him to come in a foil pouch, though. You might get that looked into, James. Well, I, I'm more worried about the color. Yeah. The, I, <laughs> no. So, the ones he likes are actually in a black package. These are in a white package. So, they handed out the beans during the race. <laughs> Did they really? They did. Yeah, we didn't get that. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe because we had a shorter race and we just were getting water. Mile eight. We got water and Gatorade. We got water and there was one spot that was handing out bananas in the middle of the race, too. Hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah. And then we we tried these uh, Gatorade things for a while. But some people complain about stomach issues with those. I, I don't have any stomach problems. Energy chews. Yeah. <laughs> Did he just take one? No, it just kind of fell out. <laughs> like he's expecting a long night. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's the one that ate it and not her. So I don't think <laughs> well. that, that's a one-way road. He's got he's got his uh, he's got a he's got a handful of some black beans and an energy stick. What are the flavors of those? Um what are the flavors? Of what? The beans. Oh, they're just like Jelly Bellies. They have all the weird flavors. The green apple. Earwax. Earwax. Vomit. Birdie bots. Buttered popcorn. Spoiled milk. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> At that point, you don't, you just don't care. You're like, yeah. oh, Food. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never looked at jelly beans and thought, oh, food. Okay, you've never run a race that you had to wake up at three o'clock in the morning for either. You, you never could, run a race. yeah, you didn't have to continue after the word race, Adam. But but with this, it's like, especially first time running, you don't think to pack certain things, and food was one of those things that I know we didn't pack just to have with us, and they give you a little box at the end. With just like all this snack food, mine didn't make it back to the resort. I ate everything on the bus going back to the resort, and some of mine. Yeah, because <laughs> Tim didn't like everything in it. I'll eat it. Wow! Did did you so, guys okay, have I'll... breakfast beforehand? Yes. At like two in the morning or whatever. Yeah, yes. we. Um, that was the first trip we had um, the Disney DVC grocery delivery. So we had bagels brought in and. I, I'm a stickler for chocolate milk in the mornings. I did not have a chocolate milk that morning because I know having milk and then running mm. is not a good thing. No. I won't do anything without coffee. So I just had water and <coughs> my bagel. I needed coffee. I had coffee and a bagel. Yes. And I was good to go. I was coughing down the bagel running to the bus. Yeah, because I oh, I kind of woke up at... Yeah, the kind of anxiety, excitement for the race got to me really bad. And, and I think our bus was supposed to be at 3 or 3.30, and I was up from like 1 o'clock on. I couldn't go back to sleep. <laughs> yes, I, I checked the clock every hour. Mm. But it, it, I have to have the coffee, too. The coffee. Yeah, it, it, it's multiple coffee sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys were talking about packing snack or packing this and packing that where the hell do you keep it because i'm assuming there's not like a place to stow it while you run the race actually there is when you oh. actually check in for the race they actually give you these clear bags 
And these clear bags you can actually check when you go in to run the race. Okay. So at the end of the race, they'll be ready for you. Now, you can also bring, like, a fanny pack and stuff that full of stuff. We had arm straps, which kept our wallet, our ID, and our phones. So that there are a few different ways you can bring it. I mean, I'm not saying, like, you're bringing a knapsack with you with, like, all the stuff you normally bring to the park. A lot just, of, like, hardcore runners will get what they call a fuel belt. And it's just, it's actually, like, it's just a long, a long game. Oh, you have one, Stephanie? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So you can bring that, pack it with some... Uh, Power bars and stuff like that. You see anybody running with Camelbacks? Yes. No. Yeah. I did. I don't remember. Yeah, we did. But You think it was really water? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it's not water, I mean, if it's not anything but water, you're not making it through the race. Yeah. And this is why I'm not running. (laughs) But you run to the end of the race where all the alcohol and fun is waiting for you. Yes. And the biggest thing, you want your phone because you take pictures with it, right? Yes. So you think, I don't need my phone, I'm running. But then you're running through a park, and you're like, oh my god, I need a photo. I need a selfie. Mm-hmm. I'm moving. I can't get this selfie. It's not working, but I'm going to try to take it anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just... I, I, we, we live-streamed at one point from the line, because why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, I mean, well, it, uh, we use uh, the running apps to compare time and to keep track of, of our pace. Mm-hmm. But there's character meets on during the race. That is correct. Yeah. But do you get photo pass for those? Is there photo yeah. pass? Yeah, okay. You, what you need to do is, I think you, like for us, we're annual pass, so it makes it a little bit different. Uh-huh. But you, they are photo pass photographers. So they will usually automatic, they'll give you either a way to link everything either by your bib number, I don't remember exactly how it works, but there is a way to link all your race photos to your photo pass, and they're all still found in that one spot. We And there are yeah. photographers all over the race course. Yeah. Yeah, we okay. were not brave enough to stop for a character photo. We were too worried about our time. But yeah, us too. we ran with uh, my cousin and his wife, and they didn't have the uh, photo pass. So they said, hey, um, can you get our pictures? Not that I'm promoting anything illegal here, but we said, okay. On the back of the bib, they have like a code and you can enter it. So we entered the code on our bib and and their bibs on our photo pass. And we got all their race pictures and ours. So and then we could share them. You might end up with somebody else's. I did a few times. Well, <laughs> yeah. the fun with that is that they're using the number, the bib number. Right. So that's when your bib, you want it to be as prevalent and they can get that number as easy as they as they can. Because if you don't, you're going to get a mixture of pictures. All right. So I guess we should probably move on to the registration aspect of this and how you actually register for a DVC uh, run Disney event, excuse me. So we're looking at, you actually have to sign up through a site called active.com first. The trick here is, especially if it's a big event, Wine and Dine is usually one of the events that sell out pretty consistently every year. You want to make sure you have all your ducks in a row. Um, that official sign up starts March 13th at 12 p.m. 
And what you want to do before that is sign up for your active.com. Um, I don't even know what it's called. It's just basically active host a whole bunch of races, and it's a bunch of ways that you can see all the races in your area. Sign up for that first so that when you go to that run Disney and it links you to active, you're all set to log everything in and you're able to pay. Another thing is that you have to be super careful with is that you are not able to sign up for anybody else. You So I cannot sign up for Tim. You actually have, if you have two runners, which is kind of a way around, this is what I did is I had one set up on my iPad, I had one set up on my computer, and I enrolled both that way. But there's some legal things you have to sign. There are some waivers that have to be signed and go over. And that's why you cannot sign up for anybody else. Um, they actually recently changed their early sign up. It used to be a week before. But now it looks like it's only five days before. And that's a new thing. I noticed that. I was like, yes. wait, what, what date is that? Yeah. So early sign up actually for this race will be... I think we March 8th and again that's still at 12 p.m. in order to get early sign up you either have to be a DVC member an annual pass holder for either Magic King um sorry for either Disney World or Disneyland or you have to be a member of Golden Oaks which yeah you know it's no big deal <laughs> just Golden Oaks you know mm-hmm. um as for the cheer packages they don't seem to go on sale to a few months before the race. And I couldn't really find a price for Wine and Dine. I did find one for another race, and I want to say it was about 69 bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's different yeah. levels. They range from 69 to 129 Yeah. I think it was 69 last year for the Wine and Dine. It okay. was... <laughs> The, the <laughs> wine dine in sixty nine. God, wow. Oh. The wow. the other really? the other way you can register really? is yes. through um. Well, there's two other charity. ways. You can do through a travel agent who has already booked you um like rooms and stuff. You have to do like a package, or you can do a fundraiser. Well, be careful with the fundraiser because it actually has to be a charity linked to a Run Disney event. Yeah, we found it on the Run Disney website. Yes, there's a yeah. and you actually, if you look right now, because I was doing some digging before the show, Active has a list of them that they're already placeholders say, set up mm. for the event now. There are limitations with that, which what I mean by that is that you're going to have to collect a certain amount to guarantee your spot. And yes, it is more money than the actual registration. And one of them actually had you pay for the registration and then earn money on top of it. Yeah, we did um, St. Jude for one of them. And then the other one was uh, JDRF. And they were both very different with their minimum requirements. And they handled it differently. But in the end, we got the bib just like you did with your regular race and all that. So, um, 
but that was because we did everything backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but this is also a great way to get into a race that's already sold out. Right. If you're really dying to run this race or if you're joining us later and you realize you want to be part of this all of a sudden, that is another option if the half already sells out. And that's we're, all we're doing this time around is just the half. We're not doing the... No, just no. We, we started <laughs> off that we were going to do the 10K and the half, but I was like, no, let's just do the half. <laughs> it's, it's, very, it's expensive for a couple, too. You're looking at $600... And it, it gets a little bit pricey. I'm much more excited about just doing the half. So now, party. so now the other thing about this is there's the expo. Now, I'm not a really big fan of crowd, so I kind of did one circuit and ran the hell out of there <clears> because <throat> it was just too much for me and it was very overwhelming. But Jen, you said you hung out in the expo a little bit. So can you tell us a little bit about it and what your experience there was? The first time... We went to the expo. We we met up with family, and I was I was worried about taking too long, so I kind of ran through it. So we kind of ran through it, but it was super cool. They have Disney run Disney merchandise. They have other vendors come in and sell things, and they had they have like the. Uh, the spa had a, like a thing and, and all these shirts and there's all these shoes and there's all these there's it's kind of overwhelming so the first time we ran through and I kept thinking I wish I had a little bit longer I wish I had a little bit longer so the next time we went which was in January we actually went back a second time just to make sure we hadn't missed anything but um it can be really overwhelming because you go and you have to figure out what line do I stand in to get my bib. And it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. That's why we stood in the rain in the wrong line for 15 minutes. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is where we stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're there. We're there. We're there. We get in the building. I'm like, we're not on the right line. <laughs> so you have to, you actually have to read the signs. And the signs aren't even all that clear, though. No, they're not. Because cause we got our bibs and proceeded to get lost mm-hmm. in the, like, complex. Because we had no idea what, where we were supposed to go, what we were supposed to do after we got our bibs. And we just kept on feeling like it was just a giant circle where we kept on coming back to the same spot over and over and over again. Like so a rabbit. Pretty much. I've, but the security... Even when you're outside the building, the signs outside... In the complex, they don't no. give you any clue on where you got to go either. No. But the security guards know their stuff there. <laughs> yes. That's all I can say. It's like, because they see a whole bunch. You don't know where you're going, do you? What are you looking for? They will gladly direct you in the right direction. And they will. T- they know the yes. deer and headlights. I'm overwhelmed that I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Look, so. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't want to call anybody to clean up the mess you leave behind when you just end up. Ah, and then you're exactly. puking in the corner because you're so nervous and you don't know what's going on. You cashier gave you your change and the lady behind you is waiting to come up and pay for her shit. And you're trying to put it in your wallet and hold your bag and it's just... Exactly. Never mind. No, it's exactly that way. Yeah. And, that, and it's what's bad. weird is that there are sections of the complex that are they, they treat like one-way streets. But they won't let you walk back the other way. you got well, to go all the way around. That's to get into the expo. 
Yeah. Because there was a line when we went to get into the expo, and they made us walk all the way around a field and down a block and up a steps and down the steps. It, it was weird. I watched this lady scream at the security guard because they made her walk up the steps, and she couldn't walk up the steps because her knee hurts. So I was like, well, lady, how are you going to run? <laughs> this is before <laughs> any of the races. This is before oh any God. of the yeah. races. Yeah. If Maybe she trained find out really Some people hard. sign up for the races just to get the swag and then sell the swag. They do. On eBay. Yeah, they do, but I would say look at the expo hours ahead of time and maybe plan a tentative second visit because if you feel rushed the first time getting your bibs and everything and you want to just go back later and kind of see what kind of t-shirts they have exactly (laughs) and you're not rushed and go back and look and see what they have. They have some cool magnets and T-shirts, jackets, uh, headbands, purses, stuff. You might want to go back later when you're not rushed and go check it out. Um, Also, the expo runs Thursday through Saturday. The expo is not open on Sunday. Mm. And I don't quite understand why that is. Because Sunday is the last race. But that's when I want my, them to like, because they have the taping people there. That's when I need all mm-hmm. of that going on. Mm-hmm. And oh, you can. Just, the, you can get yeah, taped. You can get um, KT taping. Have we discussed mm-hmm. that? Um, well, I, we're going to get into that like when we go into the hints, I think. Because the next thing I want to talk about is a little bit more fun stuff. And that's costumes. Ooh. So we and I don't know if we have anything set in stone just yet for our group, but you are totally allowed to wear costumes to this. And they kind of run along the same kind of thing with the Halloween party as to the rules and regulations. But there's a little bit more because you can't like wear a full gown because you don't want to end up somebody either you somebody stepping on you and you falling or you tripping somebody. Capes can't be past the waist. Um, Mm -hmm. Kids have a little bit more freedom with it. But I don't know of a kid who's going to run a half marathon yet. I was going to say, honestly, how many... (laughs) And when you say kids, I know there are like some, you know, 9 to 12-year-olds whose parents are avid runners and they grew up in that. But, you know, all in all, how many kids are really getting out there? I mean, how many did you guys see even in your 10K? No. I don't remember seeing any. We saw a lot of teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, but there weren't not... kids. But there are kids' races. The 5K right. kids okay. are allowed. The 5K kids are allowed to to join there's up. A, yeah, there's a 100-meter dash. or Yeah, there's a few kids' races that they can get all dressed up if they want to. Um, the other thing I want to mention real quick, I guess we'll go into the nitty-gritty part, and that's your corral placement. Well, actually, you know what? Stay tuned for our costume choices because there are a few ideas floating around for our team right now that we discussed Mm -hmm. prior. Mm -hmm. There will be an announcement in the group once we actually get them set up. So keep your eyes out on our our running group for that. So, Tim, do you want to talk a little bit about the corral placement? Because you've been kind of quiet. Well, the corral placement, you can submit... um proof of time from a uh, previous race whether it's a run Disney event or not I think it has to be within a certain time frame of the race it's like six months mm-hmm. I think it's a year but I'm not positive 
Um, and then they they place you in your corral. Obviously, the faster your time, the higher up you are in the corral. We were in second to last corral. Well, originally, I was in third to last, but I bumped down for mm. you. <laughs> when you get in your corral, you want to try to get as far up front in your corral as you can. So this way, when that gate does drop and they let you out, you can break free of everybody. You're not clogged up in the traffic. Again, you can get out and stretch your legs, no pun intended, um, and get a lead on everybody so you're not bogged down and bobbing and weaving through traffic. You will end up eventually somewhere during the race having to do that because people will get clogged up, especially at choke points. Uh, we had that happen on that path between Hollywood Studios and Epcot, mm-hmm. where it's just literally two people wide. Um, they did, I don't know if they do it for all the races, but they will do the corrals themselves in separate waves, so they won't release the whole corral at one shot. I think ours was three separate waves. I don't remember. Well, we were towards the second wave in our corral, so I don't know if there was another one behind us at I think that there point. Was another one behind us. We were in the last corral, like in every race. <laughs> 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 and there were multiple mini waves, or whatever they call yes. it. Yeah. So. Hmm. And everybody gets the fireworks mm-hmm. in each corral, in each wave, so you're not going to miss anything. Mm-hmm. That That was the most important part about that. The other thing, if you are a runner, submit your time because it will help you if there are things you want to, if there are picture opportunities that you want to take, if you think you have time to take them, take them. Um, We're going to talk about pacing next, I guess, unless there's anything else about the crowds. Well, that's what I wondered. Like, what? Why would I want to put in my time if I if I like to be if I would want to be at the back of the race? So I would always want to be at the last corral. Why would I want to put my time in then? Why would you want to be at the back? You, I, you don't want to be at the back. I don't want the pressure of having to be not the <clears throat> back of the back corral. I don't. But the last corral, I don't want the pressure of everybody passing me, and then I get demotivated. And you oh, have you to end up passing people. There, there are people that I, I don't. I don't want to. No, the the people. The nicest way we can put it: people challenge themselves to do yeah. that. So people will get placed in the last corral on purpose, uh-huh. so they can see how many people they can pass and see how far up ahead they can move. See, I just there are some people that gloat about it, and they're not necessarily nice about it. But there are some people that are like just generally just trying to better them their own times. And is it frowned upon? Like, do they give out yellow cards? <laughs> no. <During laughs> Unfortunately, the they I do mean, not. They're no. just like, you know, oh, you have... I'm stumbling and take someone's knees out because no. they're being a cock. No. that I've never seen it get that violent. Well, but... that's also why I'm not racing. <laughs> but... <laughs> My, Mikey's going to pull a um, Nancy Kerrigan and uh, <laughs> well, I think it would be the Tanya Harding that gets Tanya pulled. Harding. But here's the thing with that, and especially the motivation aspect. There are a lot of people on this course that are going to help you through this race. Yes. Yeah. It's not, you're never running by yourself 
even if you lose your group. It is one of the most supportive atmospheres I've ever been in any kind of sporting event. Really? Where nobody wants to see you fail. Nobody wants, everybody wants you to finish. Yes. And it is a really big, great feeling. There's no other way to describe that. Yeah, we we ha- we experienced that in the at the wine and dine. There was this girl, little slip of a thing, and she was like, "Oh, we thought we lost you when you stopped for the porta potties." <laughs> and then she was like, "We were so glad to see you again." And I was like, "Who are you? How do you know me?" <laughs> She was. Why were you watching me go take I know. a poo? <laughs> she was awesome, and it was like well. support, like just from mm-hmm. random people. They're just they just want you. Everybody wants you to succeed. They want you to do well. It was awesome. It's a really really good feeling, and we, you end up talking to people, w- oh, yeah. walking next to people. You will never see them again. You might see them on a bus later on in the week, but. It, it, it's a very, it's a bigger sense of community than anything I've ever experienced during any other sporting event. That's not like crazy hyper. Hmm. And so when I, if I want to put in my time, my proof of time, I've never run a half before, so I wouldn't be able to do that. Or do you submit like a 5K No, it has to be a half? 10K or above. It, oh, okay. Oh, okay. you've got one of those. Oh, my feet were bleeding afterwards. It was not pretty. I wouldn't, I'd, I would, no, no time on that, no. Mm-mm. But yeah, it has to be a 10K or above, and it has to be, to make a difference, I want to say it has to be over a 15-minute mile. Yeah. Um, and what kind of proof do you have to have, though? It has to be an officially timed race. And there is ways that if you go to the active website uh-huh. that's the way you're going to submit your official proof okay and okay. they will walk you through it if you don't have an official proof there's stuff that you have to mail in and do all this other stuff for as well okay but there's definitely a way that you have to prove your time you can't just say yes this is the race i ran a lot of the bibs now have actual tracker stuff in it Mm-hmm. that every mile that you run is keeping pace. A lot of the 5Ks that I've run, there's there's a website that, you know, proves the time. Yeah, but the, it's not enough to run a 5K for proof in right. this situation. Okay. okay. Um, pacing requirements is a 16-minute mile, which is a lot slower if you ever really track it. It's a fast walk. And if you if you ever done some treadmill running, it, it's not a brutal pace at all. I'm pretty good at a solid mosey. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm I'm from the East Coast. That you means nothing to me. You get by the balloon ladies at mile two, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> what if I make friends with them and just walk with them? You can, you can do that. People do do that. People sit there and will walk with the balloon ladies. Just to, really? Like, just can to I carry the can. balloon? No. No. Can I bring my own <laughs> balloon? No. Oh <laughs> are, do the rules Although, say I can't bring my own balloon? Speaking of the they balloon ladies, they are not the official <laughs> timekeepers. There is an official sweep team behind them. Oh. So, so they're just s- the ones to know. If you see the balloon ladies, you need to speed up. 
And you have to realize, everybody's deathly afraid of these ladies, but they also do not want to see you fail. Yeah. They, they the will motivate you. They're there to help you. They will motivate as much as they can. They'll keep you pushing. I mean, if you get swept, the only bad thing about getting swept is that you will not get your medal. But the balloon so, ladies are not going to... It's not over when you see them. Yeah. It's just a kind of a reminder to get your butt in gear. You got to keep on moving. And Pick honestly, it up, when, pork chop. When we did the 10K, I thought for sure that we they were going to be chasing us through the whole race. That we were going to be seeing them and we're panicking to get ahead of them. We never saw them. We never saw them. We, in fact, there was a part of the race where you go... The first half of our race was on the road. It was the road coming out of Magic Kingdom and then looping around to, I think it's World Drive. When you go over that overpass and we turn around and we look back towards Magic Kingdom, there was still a sea of people behind us and that weren't there when we started the race. So we passed a, a crap load of people and I was like, wow. Here I thought we were going to be fighting the balloon ladies the whole way, like trying to trip them up and... <laughs> slow down but we never we never once saw them well the other thing is with that is that the adrenaline rush when you start I ran a 9 minute mile for my first mile <laughs> I have never been able to repeat that outside of that race so you get a huge adrenaline push when you actually actually start running there so any questions on anything we went over stuff yet? or I'm kind of uh, feeling pretty confident about this whole balloon lady thing. I mean, I'm finding out that they're not the end-all, be-all to no. the, uh, to the no. running. You know, there's there's obviously a, a conspiracy that I need to look into um, a little bit deeper <laughs> on this. Does that mean you're running? I, no, you no, but I'm going to find out who watches The Watchmen. That's what I'm looking <laughs> out for. <laughs> I mean, basically, I think to get your medal, you just have to train harder than they do. Uh, they are actually runners. Do what? The balloon ladies, majority of the time, are actually trained well, runners. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying they can run then, a lot faster than that default, sixteen mile if, pace. If you train harder than a trained runner, you're going to be okay. So my point is still they, valid. They actually have to run their own programs to keep themselves at a sixteen minute. Mile. So they don't. Oh wow! So up. they don't over because they can't overpace. How do you so. guys train? What's your philosophy on that? Uh well. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we started when we first did our first five um, k. We did the couch to five k, which I find extremely boring. Mm-hmm. And so after that, it just became like haphazard. I just would run as long as I could and then, then take a walk break and then run as long as I could and then take a walk break. I think for this race, I'm going to have to try something a little bit more structured because it is a longer race. And I can't just, you know, wing it like I did the 10K. Once I get above um, running for half hour, 45 minutes, then... Do you run together? What... No. 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 Do you we run together can... during the race, though? Yeah. We we try to. <laughs> no, but we did. We, we, we did, but the, we were getting frustrated with each other yes. because at one point 
you wanted to go f- I wanted to go faster than you did and at another point you wanted to go faster than I did yeah. and I don't think we should do that again. No, yeah, no. It, it to- we totally flip flop because in the beginning of the race I my legs are shit. My mm-hmm. shin splints are bothering me and he's ready to go. And then the second half of the race is when his shin splints start and mine go away. So I'm ready to go. So I think yeah, we're going to have to just Every man for himself. We're going to have to run oh, our own race. Yeah. This is going to be so competitive, though, because you guys are going to be trading the lead yeah. back and forth, and then at, at, like, the last mile, it's just going to be, I don't want to be anywhere near these two. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance of that. Someone's going to get the yellow league. card. <laughs> <laughs> we we had a little bit of that. Um Towards the end, walking hurt, because we, we run and walk. Mm-hmm. Run a little bit, walk a little bit. So we saw mile 10, and I was like, 10, 10, I can do this. It's all good. And James is like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, come on, come on, we can run, we can run, we can run. And so, like, the last several miles we're arguing the whole time. <laughs> I want to walk, I want to run, I want to walk, I want to run. Yep. And it, see, I would have just left Mike. <laughs> Then fucking walk. <laughs> we don't run together. Even when Not even anymore. when Stephanie and I did like run together, she would always finish before me. I I come in. I mean, I, I we didn't run together. Like she would finish and then come back and get me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> which is just Easy. me helping her training along. That's what I'm doing today. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, usually it's the other way around. I'm like Baymax. I am not fast. It's true. No, I would have just left him. I would have been like, okay, I'll just come back and get you later. But then you did that to me one time. What what did I do? I blew your doors off, and then I, like, I went all crazy, and and I almost kind of halfway sort of ran sprinted for the last 20 feet. (laughs) No. It, you know the time. You don't want to admit to it, but you no, know. No, I don't remember it. Well, you don't remember anything. That never happened. That totally happened. You don't run. That was the time that I dropped my drawers in front of you. We need to get everybody. <laughs> I passed her and then dropped my drawers when I got he, in front okay, of her. Okay, he did. He. Did. I remember that. <laughs> Who could forget that he mooned me in the middle of the damn street? Purple. <laughs> oh, my God. See, for me, we need everybody to talk Mike into running this thing. It'd be hilarious. No, I'm busy. (laughs) All I can picture is like, you've seen Friends. Everybody's seen Friends. I can picture him running like Phoebe. I don't know what that means. (laughs) I I don't, I don't, Friends. No, I know, I know how, um, um, nope. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. I know how Elaine dances, but I don't know how Phoebe runs. Okay. Who the hell is Elaine in Friends? No. It's not Friends. It's Seinfeld. Thank you. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, James. For me, training. He wasn't even listening. He's not even there. James says Elaine from Seinfeld. He can't hear any of this. And he knew exactly who we were talking about. Uh, he and I are on the same wavelength. That's oh, scary. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
So for me, training is all about pushing myself mm-hmm. and testing my own limits. That's kind of what I, en- I, I enjoy doing. I enjoy kind of progressing and I'm already, I just finished my like little 5k run today. And that it, it's just all about consistency with me. If I, ha- I have to do it at least three times a week. If I don't do it that three times a week and I make an excuse, I'm in trouble. Because mm-hmm. it's harder for me to pick back up. Mm-hmm. And right now I am sort of extending my endurance a little, little bit each run on my shorter runs. So I'm trying to extend my run portion and shorten my walk portion. Then on my longer runs, like my weekend runs, I am trying to just work on my pacing and work on my time a little bit so that I'm not totally out of breath at the end of a longer run and I can do it. So on my weekend runs, I try to increase every week by five to 10 minutes, depending on how I'm feeling. And on my shorter runs, I try to increase my run time for the first section by a minute. And I started at about maybe two minutes and then just keep on increasing. Or if I feel really good, I'm just going to go until I can't go anymore. And for me, it seems to be working. I, I do notice a difference in my speed. I do notice we have the iWatch, so my heart rate is getting more comfortable with it. And I'm focusing on my breathing more. So, I mean, it, it's working for me, but I think everybody kind of has to find a training program that works for you. What do you do, Jen? Uh, we read, well, I read, um, <laughs> Hal Higdon training plans and Jeff Galloway training plans. And then we just kind of made our own thing up. And what we found together is that if we kept, at least for the first hour, one minute, one minute, one minute, run, walk, run, walk, we were good. And the recovery, the breathing, all that worked. So, <laughs> and everyone else is doing the same thing. When you're at the races, and they've got all, everyone's got these like little clickers, and they and everyone's beeping, and everyone's clicking, <laughs> and everyone's like running, and everyone's walking, and there's etiquette you're supposed to raise your hand and say i'm walking so we're all like trying to run and walk and run and walk (laughs) but the timing it sticking to an actual clock walk run walk run you give your heart time to recover you actually do a little bit better um we just kind of made our own little thing and it worked. We didn't do think, the magical mile or whatever that was. We we was like, magical mile. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's key though is that you have to find a plan that just works for you. Steph, what have your have, what has your training been like or have you started again? Well, I've done the the five the couch to five k things, and I'm with Tim. I mean, it's really boring. Um, I've tried to do the couch to five k because I can do the Quit picking at me because the 5K is okay. Stop. So typically, I just go out and I haven't, I haven't really um, done it lately. Maybe once a week, I try to get out there. I'd like to do more, um, but it's usually I'll get out and just do what I can. 
you see, for us, at least on the East Coast, it's really hard for me to get motivated because I can't go outside. Oh, it's too cold. I can't run in the cold. I mean, it, it I, is... My lungs would pop out of my chest if I tried to run in the cold. It's super oh, cold, yeah. and we have snow, and then mm-hmm. throughout our area, they don't salt, they put shale, so it makes it a very unstable running surface. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, it's, it's like almost like trying area, to right? run on gravel, and mm-hmm. it's just, it, it's a lot harder to run. Yeah, and I don't have a treadmill, so um, and it's not at all cold like that in Arkansas. It's a, you know, of course, a different type of cold. But um, I'm hoping next month that we'll get out of the whole, you know, I'm pretending to be winter, pretending to be spring, and I can <laughs> get out there and run a little bit more because I really um, I woke Mike up the other yes then day before yesterday no, it was yesterday well we went we went to the gym over here at the apartments and you know ran on the treadmill i i ran a minute or a mile and no problem and just killed it and wanted to keep going awesome. but treadmill pissed me off but anyway i, I sat down and rode the stationary bike <laughs> i put in my uh my three miles got my 5k in on the stationary bike called it good you only did three miles you didn't do a 5k <laughs> It's like 3.2. Point. Well, it was like, I don't, you know what? I coasted the rest of the way. It just didn't register it because I wasn't <laughs> Ask James about his stationary bike experience. We should ask Scott That's about it. That's all I'm saying, Scott. yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> I don't like them. They're boring and they hurt my bum. And I got, I got a big bum and those seats aren't big enough for really anybody's natural shaped bum. Or other things. It's, it's, well, uh, <laughs> I don't know where he keeps his other things, except in, like, little black packages. <laughs> that was oh, coming gosh. back. As soon as you said it, I knew it was going there. Oh, God. <laughs> knew that was beans. coming back. Damn. It's all about the beans. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a title for this week's episode. <laughs> It really is the magical root uh, fruit. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I, Jen touched on etiquette. Do you want yes, to come that real quick? Very much so, because this is something that's really, really important. And typical etiquette is you raise your hand if you're slowing down to a walk when you're running. It doesn't matter which hand you raise, but you're also raising your hand and moving to the right. Just like driving. Yep. Stay to the right. So this way, somebody behind you who might be keeping pace with you, who's literally, could be literally steps behind you, if you don't raise your hand before you stop running, they can crash right into you. We saw it happen. Yes, a few Mm. times. You can get flat-footed. And you are going to have, might always try to stay to the right if you're walking or if you're just going at a slower pace. There is almost like a middle lane where there's sort of like that walk-run kind of speed. And the left should always be fast. But it's very rare you see that. Well, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they take it very... That's one thing at the Disney races they take very seriously is that etiquette for walking, slowing down, or just flat-out running. Yeah. Just like a car, stay to the right. Left the path. We saw a lot of people. It didn't matter if you moved over or not, but you raised your hand. I'm slowing down. 
I'm raising my hand. I may be in the middle of whatever, but I'm slowing down and you raise your hand. It helps. Yeah. Yeah, raise it, um, I would say, before you slow down. <laughs> when you start, usually, usually when you're raising your hand, you're at that yes. point that mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I can't do this right now anymore. I mean, I, so listen, both I'm hands, not... you're not even thinking about it. Just hands should go up and are like, yep, screw this, I'm slowing down. The only problem is when you got to a photo uh, photo pass photographer, everybody's raising their hands and everybody's thinking you're slowing down. Oh, yeah. You're just posing for the photo pass photographer. Oh, wait, we should mention that. They do the, um, they sit in their little green tents. Yes. And you can see them and you're like, oh, there's a photo op coming up. I have to look cute. Everybody. I have to jump. I have to, <laughs> yes. you know, pose. Everybody's, there's sections of the race where everybody's running. That's where the photo top, photo yeah. pass people are. <laughs> without fail. You there's see everybody walking and then all of a sudden everybody starts running in. You know, there's a photo pass yes. photographer yep. coming up. <laughs> without a doubt. And then the second you pass them, you see everybody just start dying again. <laughs> Hands go up again once they get past. Like, I'm oh, no. slowing down. It, it, no, you see, that's the only time the hand goes down and everybody knows you're slowing down. The okay. only grail picture for people is to try to have a photo pass photographer take the picture with both their feet off the ground. I don't know why. I have one, and I didn't even know how it happened. So (laughs) I don't get it, and I don't know why, but there's one. um, I always have at least one foot on the ground. I don't run that fast (laughs) to catch air. (laughs) Uh, True story, because I have this information. When a cockroach is actually running, there is a moment in time when all six legs are off the ground when it's running. You are only only saying that because you're in Houston. Yep. They, the, what the hell does that mean? Roaches. I don't know. That's I've our only central. I've one cockroach down here, and it was at the children's hospital in our room. Oh. All right. So, I have another point to make in compression socks. Mm. And these are a little bit more going into the hints for running. So, like, if you get shin splints, look into compression socks. Um, training is key, in my opinion. Get shoes that you're comfortable with go to a run shop if especially if it's longer than a 5k because your feet will thank you for it and especially if you're in disney and you have some time after because you're going to be in the park of running shoes for your running style and, and for the way your foot lands yeah who has shin splints who, who all raise your hand who has shin splints me, me, me. Um, this I, is radio. I, I, I'm looking for them. <laughs> Everybody raised their hand, pretty much. Does it hurt when I run? Because yes. <laughs> well, it depends on where it's hurting. I have and, full body splints. You know, and you probably shouldn't be running. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. I'll take or that into consideration. In no, in or you're wearing the wrong shoes. That's true. Or the wrong socks. Moisture wicking is an awesome thing. Oh, body glide. Yes. Mm Yes. We haven't. That's a tip. Yes, big tip. Okay, so they they sell this stuff called body glide. It looks like deodorant. It's in a little stick. Just rub it everywhere. There's friction. Everywhere. Yes. Before the race, it helps. Yes, and I would also suggest yep. if, yep, any place you Nipples got... Nipples do bleed. 
nipples. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, see, you gotta glide Thighs. over them. That way they'll swing nice and smooth. Looking for that photo pass. <laughs> Sports bras might be a good idea for some of us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not running. <laughs> yeah, you gotta worry about these dinner plates coming out. Sports bars still might be a good idea for some of us. <laughs> Even if you're in the cheer squad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bounce up and down in the bleachers. <laughs> um, recovery. Mm-hmm. Does I don't know. I didn't really do much of anything which was kind of dumb in hindsight because for the next day and a half my legs were destroyed and it wasn't my feet it was my legs i was standing in, and if i stood still for too long or if i sat still for too long i was done i couldn't get up my legs would lock so recovery is key here and ice is your friend if you have bad knees they do have a little section after the race where they have all the booths set up. And what do they have there, Jen? I don't know. We went, we got straight on the bus. But I've heard that they have massage. If you if you bring cash in your pocket, you can get a massage. Oh, it's a dollar to take that I don't know. Cash. I would have... Sweaty no, boob money. I would have rather okay, spent that sweaty boob Disney. money on champagne. Yep. But I'm just saying. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. There's all kinds of things afterwards. We skipped it all. We got on the bus. But there's, I remember seeing an ice, there's like a little ice down tent first aid mm-hmm. section first right aid. after the race. Yeah. I think I'm going to try to use it this time because after our race, we went straight to the bus and we sat on the bus for 15 minutes because it didn't go anywhere. Locked up. And I locked yeah. up. I couldn't walk. I was done. Oh, man. So... I kind of learned my lesson from that one, and I'm going to take some time and maybe walk a little bit more or just something to keep yeah. myself going. And the, the one thing we did learn that we did not know, we learned actually on the bus, because we were just going to go back to the room and relax, and everybody's like, no, keep moving. Keep moving. Go to the, back to the room, shower, freshen up, but keep moving, or you will lock up, and you'll be in worse shape and worse pain than if you continue moving. I have a tip. So that's what we did. I have a tip. Go for it. If you can, go get a massage. So if you get a massage there, after the race, they have a booth somewhere, right after the race. It's like, take some cash, get a massage. I am definitely yeah. doing that this time. I think it's a dollar a minute, and it's 10, 20, or 30 minutes you can do. So I'm bringing $30, and I'll be good for a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> Move that lactic acid. That's it. Keep it moving. All right. So now, what do you feel is the biggest challenge of running a Run Disney event? And this could be either something you're afraid about or something that you actually ran into an issue with. For us, it was the heat. Because it was insanely hot and unseasonably hot when we ran. Oh, yeah. And they were warning people throughout our race not to try for a personal record. Because it was way too hot for that. 
And for me also, because I have a tendency to run on the treadmill for a lot of my training, because it gets cold here and nasty here so quickly and so suddenly, was that damn ramp to the fucking highway that we had to run up. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Wait, was there the army man there? The green army guy? Oh, no, there was nobody there. Just security people going, good luck, keep on going, stay off the grass. <laughs> now, why were they saying to stay off the grass? Because people were Disney, Disney grass? No, it was exceptionally dewy that morning, and the grass was super wet. And we saw quite a few people wipe out going through the, the turns on the grass. Thinking they were trying to get away from the traffic and move ahead, and they wiped right out. That fucking ramp. See, that would scare me. If you stay on the road, you're fine. It was people trying to pass other people up the ramp that were trying to show off or go fast or what have you, and... You know, it's that same asshole that says he runs a 15-minute mile and he gets put the back of the gate and he's just like, I'm going to be the champion. And then he goes down and he gets stepped on by little old ladies. Yeah, pretty much. Holding and balloons. I want to see that. Pictures <laughs> for me. Tell me about it. Um, Jen, what was... They had on the ramp. I remember the ramp. We're like, oh my God, it's a hill. There's a hill? Yep. Yeah. We're in Florida. And there's this Green Army guy, total, like, from Hollywood Studios, in his outfit, and he's doing his whole 10 hut push-ups, blah, 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 and there are girls doing freaking push-ups at mile, like, eight. I'm like, you girls are crazy. I'm doing good. I'm doing good to run by you. Like, walk by you. But it was awesome and the morale was unbelievable so i the biggest thing is just have fun yeah that's it there you have go. fun with it don't take it seriously right. if you have fun with it, it it's not gonna seem like a chore it's not gonna seem like oh i got 13.1 <laughs> miles to, to run well, when you put it like that. Because <laughs> we, we didn't, I mean, we didn't say, oh, we got six miles to run, we, you know, 6.2 miles. It's it's a lot. It went by like that. It's really we didn't fast. make it a chore. We we took the time and, I mean, we didn't stop for anything, but we took it all in. We, we As we're running, we're looking around and, you know, it's, it's just amazing to be out there and just running in Disney. So what about me? Because I'm, I'm not a runner, and what about not you? really running. What's in it for me to, to to go on this this trip down there with my wife? Why should I go with my wife on this trip with my? Well, wife? Well, you should Why run. Is what I'm understanding. You should run. Well, from what I'm hearing, <laughs> you should run. <laughs> That's kind of what you I know. Just you heard. want to. You should. Being that I'm not running. How do I enjoy this event? You drink a lot. <laughs> You're passing out drinks, aren't you? Isn't that what you said? There are special yes. cheer packages. Yes. I don't know enough about them. I tried doing some research on them. The only thing I found is that they gave out a cowbell at one point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did see that. So, and like, 
private restrooms. My arm covers. is going to be so sore. You get a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm going to be 13 years old again. Yes, having to ice down my right. I think there are <laughs> One snacks to give stuff. out uh, blankets for the cheer package. You get a spot at the uh, finish line mm-hmm. to sit and, and cheer people on as they're crossing the finish line. It it varies, I think, for different for each race. Um, and you don't know exactly what it's going to entail for the specific race. So, like two months out, I think. Mm-hmm. So it'll be it won't be until August or so when they. You could really you could be with it. all the other people trying to get on the public transportation, finding where the hell you go. I don't know how many people <laughs> we ran into going. I'm trying to get to see my daughter at the end of the race, and the bus isn't running. Just saying. But all they had to do was get to the front of Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I will say though, when you finish the race and you get your medal, wear it proudly. Oh, yes. Through the rest of your time in the park. Because you will get congratulations. You will get fellow runners high-fiving you. It's 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 just amazing. Hmm. It doesn't just stop at the race. You know, it, it goes through the whole time you're there. That's why we signed up. We were at Princess. We haven't done a Princess. We were at Beer Garden, sitting at the table with the other girls. And they were going, oh! about oh this princess race blah 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 and we were it was contagious we we're like it oh is. we it have really to do is. it what am i missing out on what is this thing that they're talking about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but another schnitzel. reason to go <laughs> is our meetup yes yeah. speaking of schnitzel <laughs> <laughs> so steph do you want to talk about our meetup coming up well, I think, you know, we worked on a little bit of plans for our meetup. Um, we were going to do, I th- and I think there's a few times that we were going to try to meet up. Yes. Isn't that what we talked about? So Friday, um, you know, maybe everybody would meet at the Wave. For a few drinks and appetizers. Yeah, you know, and we wanted to give everyone an opportunity to, you know, if you're not coming in on Friday, well... You know, on Sunday we're or Saturday we're going to work on you know getting together for lunch, you know, which we haven't chosen a place yet for lunch, but you know, just a casual little, you know, quick service lunch, and then um, there'll be a lot of people I think at the after party, the ones that are running. Yes. So we'll see people there. Um, what am I missing? Oh, Monday. Monday's our big one. I think is our is our big one so at beer garden um we'll have dinner uh march 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 5th we have to reserve so i think we're looking at you know a head count of who wants to come out for that (laughs) but we you know to to get be able to know who's going to be there so definitely you know getting with us and i'll post something about it you know in the coming in the coming months of you know finding who can come to that big meetup so we can get enough chairs reserved um, by March first I think yeah so we decided March first March first would be the deadline um, so we can reserve on March fifth so probably in the next couple of weeks oh no then, it's May I think yeah it does May. May okay it begins okay. with an M. 
I wrote March. Hey, you know what? If we know by March, we'll know by May. Yes, March is like March is the March is like next week. Okay, so I wrote March. I wrote I wrote right March first too. <laughs> okay, I really think that's what we talked about. It's so May. It's a chromosomal issue. It's but May. we still, I think, talked about March. Okay, it's May. <laughs> I need to reserve receipts on May 5th. I need to know by May 1st who's going to be there Monday for dinner. <laughs> you're doing the, you're, you're reserving them? Well, some I'm going to make somebody Add else. Add a kid? <laughs> You're ad man. You ought to. We will. We'll, we'll get it together. We'll get it organized. But we wanted to do a bunch. Of One of us will do it. Somebody will do it. Yeah. It'll get done. It'll get did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. point well, is, also, we want to be able to hang out with as many people from the group, and especially people from the three sheets, the finish line group that are going to be going down there and running. Right. Or people that are in the finish line group that are going down there and not running, like maybe me and maybe another host. <laughs> and another host <laughs> you know it, it we want to be able to hang out with everybody and let everybody else meet each other because it's not just about the uh the core group of us hosts going down there right. um there's there's a lot of sheeters going down there and it's one thing to be family on the facebook page but it's something else when you get a chance to to i mean we've all seen sort of faces but you get to put a voice with that and you get to realize, uh, you know, who they are and, and why they're here. And you can, you know, take it to a, to a whole new level. So that's, that's what we're shooting for here. This isn't, this isn't about us. This is about everybody else. But you missed the best part. After dinner. Taboo Lounge Monday night. Oh, I did write that. Lapu no. <laughs> Lapu no. Challenge. She's... Guys, she's got six pieces of notebook paper scattered across the There's closet. There's five. <laughs> well, it's better than my notes. You saw my chicken scratch, right? <laughs> I do have I a spreadsheet, Jennifer. <laughs> Circles. <laughs> she's got a brainstorming cloud over there. Is there a brain? Well, I think even after the after the race, oh, like just, before the after party, we're going to be eating around the world. I think, right? Yes. On Sunday, yeah. so just to run into people. Yeah, they're nothing truly formal because who knows when people are going to recover and wake up. Right. But what better park to be at? Right. To recover and wake up at, where you can get alcohol F-Cut. from street vendors. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that's another that's another tip. Try to not overindulge in alcohol the night before your race. And go Try to, to bed to. early. Try, Try. to. <laughs> Try. Give it your damnedest. Unless you're looking to uh, handicap yourself for the morning after, then go for it. You want a personal challenge? Knock yourself out. The opinions expressed by Mikey or not necessarily one of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just just make sure you make sure you hydrate and when someone shoves their banana in your mouth, you freaking eat it at the end of the race. There's no getting around it. Only Jennifer if it's enough ate every banana they got put in her face. Yes. <laughs> hey, I had one mid race. Well, and at the same, Jen had a banana in her mouth, and James had beans in his. Oh, no! They were the beans were in the black sack. Don't you remember anything? Well, no, he had to take them out of the black they were, sack. They were in the black. Uh, uh, yeah, until he was swallowing them, they were. <laughs> <laughs> 
magic beans. <laughs> we got the magic <laughs> stick. <laughs> my God, I oh guess do you want to take this home, Mikey? Oh, please. Let you lick my lollipop. <gasps> take it to the candy <laughs> shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I wasn't aware that we were we were wrapping wrapping up. I think I, I unless anybody has anything else. I don't. I think we're good. We discussed a lot about the race. We discussed a lot about the meetup. Enough about the meetup just to get everybody an idea of what we're thinking of. Right. Yeah. Once this episode drops, we'll have a sticky or something with all the details, as much as we know. I think the moral of this story here is if you're going to run, run with friends because no one likes to run alone. And at a Disney run event, you are surrounded by a sea of friends. Tens of thousands of people in front of you and behind you. And all of them, with the exception of the, the dickbag who wants to pass you, they all want to help you and see you finish the race. Even the, the, the you know, ladies that back in with the balloons that may or may not even be ladies with the balloons. Um, because I'm going to have to do some research on that shit. They could be aliens, for all I know. <laughs> But I'm not going to say that, you know, the three of you have swayed me to participating in a Run Disney event. Okay, but um, knowing that I don't have to really give it 110% to, to leave with my bling um, makes, me, makes me feel more, more confident. And also, if, if anyone running just wants to give me their medal at the end of it to wear in Epcot so I can feel like I'm important. Oh. <laughs> okay, that that's uh, apparently yeah, we this hope is, give those uh, away. Yeah, this is the voice, and I'm getting three X's on that. Mikey, you can do the five K. Well, that's gonna cut into my drinking. No. Why? It's Friday. Well, no, it's Friday know, morning. I don't know anything about it. It's Friday morning. Yeah, but if no 5K. one else runs the five K, I'm not gonna it, run five K. It's forty-five I'm minutes. A, I'm not gonna run a half. I'll tell you that right now. You can do the five K. James will do it with you. Right? I mean, absolutely. don't lump him into it. He says absolutely. He'll we can do a fight. I think says. we can do it. I'll give you a drink at the end. Actually, I'll get a drink of myself at the end. Friday would Good, be a training day for me because it's the day because if we get down Thursday, Friday would be a run day for me. I don't yes. Right. Let me tell you how many times I've given in to um, peer pressure. So oh, Saturday would be an off pressure. day. We could do. Well, how much is Adam's the five? Thinking do, about doing the five k. Did you want? Would you do the? If you did the five K, Ranky, I'll do the five K. Let's. We're not gonna. We're not gonna make a decision right now. Oh come on, we're pushing right in. Tim will do you it. Can't, you can't. I was in a punk band in the nineties and not once consumed alcohol or partook of the weed. Really? You aren't gonna pressure me into shit. I'm gonna buy the ticket and you're gonna ruin it. This has been <laughs> a very educational uh, show here. I want to say, anybody listening to this, that's um running this uh, these races or running other Disney races and or even thinking about running other Disney races or just running in general there is a Facebook group full of cheaters that do some running and it's not as active as the normal Facebook page because we're not we're boasting on what we've had but we do want to try to keep each other motivated for our, our runs and if you just if you just do a little search for three sheets to the finish line in the Facebook because you're in there all the time. You'll find it, you know, request to join, you'll get added to it, and then, uh, you know, share your accomplishments, share what you're 
struggling with and maybe someone um, else out there knows how to overcome that hurdle because you know it's it it, it it takes a village to raise an idiot but you're not an idiot so you don't need a village uh, we're not Aborigines they run on their own is what I'm trying to say with their didgeridoos and do they actually run with those? I could see that being pole vault. I, I think you could, <laughs> I, I, if I had a didgeridoo, I would run the 5K. So you want to... All right, so we all have to chip in and might get a didgeridoo to run the 5K is what I just heard. <laughs> I can play one. <laughs> While running to the 5K. I don't know if they'll let me because that's kind of like a sword or a lightsaber kind of thing. No, it isn't. No. It's, it's a, a musical, musical instrument, instrument is what I'll say. So I'll say loud. it's my... This is my um, support didgeridoo. You're making excuses. I'm not making excuses. I'm trying to close the show up, and I somehow got on a tangent with Aborigines. <laughs> somehow. Somehow. He took it I'm his like, own way, and it was yeah, all him. But somehow he happened. made it there. <laughs> and if you don't run, you can join us over at facebook.com slash group slash three sheets where we love to post our in-park pictures and tell stories about our trips to the parks and where we have coming up and where we want to go. And it's a great way to interact with the hosts and other listeners to the podcast. And also, it's a great place to ask questions if you don't know, because we have hundreds, seven hundreds of people in the group that want to help you out on your trip. So please come over and be 704. That's my challenge to you, listener. Be 704 tonight before you go to bed. Jennifer, do you have any closing remarks or any more tips or hack my run type things for uh, the listeners? Stay hydrated. Am I, sp- That's right, stay am high. I speaking English? Yeah. Okay, no. Okay, sort of. Love you guys. That's it. That's as, okay. that's as sappy as I get. That's the angel's envy talk. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> Stephanie, you got any closing closing uh, announcements, closing remarks, closing out things? Send us home. Take us home. You okay. got to stay here, but you got to go home. I don't think so. I mean, it's... This is fun. I had a blast. There, There's not a lot of... Uh, I've never done a big race before, so there's not a lot of tips that I could give. But I'll give you a tip. I don't want your tip right now. No. I do not have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Good night. I'm done. He'll quit messing with me. Tim? <laughs> say I'm that. Just, I'm looking forward to the race. Um, looking forward to everybody coming down. and I, I want to see how many cheaters will come out and and join us and, and run this thing. I think it's going to be a big group. I hope it's going to be a big group. But we'll see uh, shortly when this episode gets dropped and we announce it. I know there's a couple of sheeters that have already committed to it. Yeah. Well, I think if you're running, you're, you need to be committed. <laughs> That's my take on it. Adam, closing. Well, it looks like we might be running two races, so... Looks like the 5K is now on the table. So, everybody, let's talk Mikey into running that race because the weight is on his shoulders for it. 
<laughs> I'll tell you right now, the, the weight is just north of my midsection, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you carry that. But yeah, yeah if we, let's try to talk Maki into running that 5K. I think it's something that we can all do. It's not a long race. It's a little bit more family-friendly of a race. So... Mm-hmm. I don't see why not. Let's get it. Let's get it. For those who are running that half, it could be a short training session for you. So you I don't see why we can't do this. And we get another medal. There you go. I'd do it. I don't. I don't cave, gentlemen. Uh, if your wife buys a ticket, you're gonna have to. Or she can run it. If I buy can't. two tickets, you're not gonna, now, he'll now, get there. He'll get there. Hang on. Let me. He'll get there. Let me find out. <laughs> I was going to cut out all the crap about me running that 5K, but now everybody made it their closing, so it's yeah. going to have to stay in, so it's a bit now. Yeah, it's going to happen. And now you're going to have the entire Three Sheets Nation put I would for say the entire. I would oh, say there's probably going to be a split. I've, I've got some people in my camp, Tim. I think even people in your camp would just do it. I think the people in your camp would love to see you run a 5K. I think the people in my camp should run it with me if I ran it. Then you have to put your money where your mouth is and sign up for it. I'm not putting any sweaty boo money in my mouth. Stand your side and Trenton and Scott. Well, I don't (laughs) think Trenton's coming till later Friday, so I don't think he can. Okay, uh, another closing in, uh, closing remarks from the guy who we couldn't get to shut up this entire episode. See, Madge Nam, dude. Well, it sounded like it was a great podcast. <laughs> Did it? It, it was. Did it sound it good sa- to you? It was. It was very relaxing. It's a relaxing podcast. <laughs> For your first podcast, it was great. It's awesome. Can't. I, I'm actually scared to listen to it. <laughs> you, you might have said something ridiculous. I, I may have. I may have. Well, it was a lot of fun. I see Jen had a lot of fun. Yeah. Is she out of her angels in the end? Uh, she's got like an inch left in the bottle, and I just bought the damn thing. It goes fast. She's costing me money. Gonna have to trade her in. Well, new model. <laughs> <laughs> Get one with a warranty. Oh, uh, yeah, right. All right. James, it was nice having you uh, near the show tonight. Uh, it was it was <laughs> nice being show here. Show adjacent. <laughs> show adjacent. <laughs> and I, uh, I, I'm i just going to do the, the, the typical closing. I want to thank uh, the listeners. I want to thank you for your time, for this time. And until next time, so long. Yada, 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 yada. For just a little while. Welcome, And thank you. Come on. That's good. That's good. No, no, that's exactly what I wanted. That's perfect. I yada yada yada, and then you finished it, which is better than me finishing it. <laughs> Mikey, next time. You say it with your mouth.